Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Yesterday, the Padres took out the Dodgers and will look to do it again today. In studio, we've got Annie Heilbrin, who loves hosting shows on days after the Padres beat first place teams. Shows are awesome, though. I like them. Alongside Annie is the multi-talented Bill Center. Bill moonlights as a as a weather guy, as a science guy. I love, I love weather. And rounding out the crew, it's Derek Togerson, he of many titles and accolades. The uh, sports host guru from oh. NBC7. Thank you I for that. I know you didn't want I me can't. to use the guru term, but he is a guru. Thank you for that. Guru. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Annie Heilbrin, Bill Center, and Derek Togerson. The gang's all here, everyone. Back together again. Welcome to Padre Social Hour, a Wednesday edition, weekday edition, as the Padres get ready to take on the Dodgers here at Petco Park. A beautiful day outside. We don't mm -hmm. need to get into the weather yet, but not as hot. But Bill's so. a meteorologist. So. <laughs> Bill is a meteorologist, and you're a broadcasting guru. So I picked Hunter Renfro <laughs> yesterday. That makes me a guru. does make you a guru. <laughs> <laughs> Warmer today than yesterday. <laughs> we also we also have a ghost of Ray Kroc in here, so we want right. to we want to <laughs> shout out to him as well because when you got the ghost in, you mm -hmm. know it's going to be a good show. Okay, mm -hmm. Derek. Except you can't see him, so you don't right. know he's here. He's I invisible. Waves we in the general actually, direction. Can't actually right. put him on screen. Right. You brought up Hunter Renfro. We're going to get right into Hunter Hunter Renfro. He is the hero of the game. Drove in all seven runs in yesterday's game. Yesterday's win over the Dodgers, seven to one. A Three-run home run and a grand slam. I mean, what do you what do you say about that? His first week in the big leagues. Well, well it's, done. It's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's not it's bad. It's pretty good. Set the bar high. I I love the power. I which we've known he's had the power. Uh, what I also like now is I love the approach that he's taking at mm -hmm. the plate. Yeah. Um, he's got a little cleaning up to do defensively. But well, other than I mean, and we're gonna get to that. But since we're on the hero part of the game, okay. then we're gonna stay Let's on that. Let's not throw the wet blanket <laughs> on it quite yet. Right. Okay. Let's stay on that right. part of it for a second more. You know how how good is this as far as getting his comfort level up? I mean, make he, I would imagine he leaves the game yesterday. He feels a lot more comfortable, not only with these guys, but at the major league level and knowing he can belong here. In a well, sense. Hunter is a guy who he's he's a kid from Mississippi. He's he's got that really laid back kind of attitude yes. where you know that even the first time you talked to him you knew none of this was going to be too big for him right. that's you know philip rivers quote as you know is you get nothing one moment wasn't too big for him <laughs> and, and that's really what it is with hunter renfro he comes in he's listen i'm playing baseball i love what i'm going to do I, lo I love what i'm out here doing i'm just going to put the bat on the ball what, what i really like about it like you said his approach bill is mm -hmm. look at those tough sliders that he was laying off how many rookies I mean, how many veterans do you see fishing after a ball like right. that trying to make something happen he saw it he recognized it spit Fits on it, waits for something he can drive, and he drove it. Yeah. Great at-bats by a guy in his first week in the major leagues. That works if the slider's not for a strike. True, but <laughs> if, it, if, it, start, if right. it starts in the strike, so how many right. times do you guys see right. fish after it when no, it dives I, out? I love his approach. I, I really do. And I, um, you know, the, the, actually the hit that impressed me most, this is going to sound crazy, is the double he had a couple days ago. Yeah. I thought that he was on top of that ball. Uh, the three-run homer last night was really a lofted – I mean, great power because he got it out of here, but it was mm -hmm. lofted. The, the slam was, he was smoked a rocket. That ball. Right. He smoked I, that I ball like center. What, I really like what I'm seeing in his approach. I mean, and yeah, is he going to hit three home runs every 13 no. at bat, 17 at-bats? No, but I like what I see. 
Yeah, first home run off Madison Bumgarner, second off Kenta Maeda. Right. So a nice little roll into the big leagues. And, you know, pitchers are also going to figure him out and that whole thing. I mean, as far as some of that is just the newness of him, Well, right? I, you know, there, there's already a pretty good book on Hunter Renfro. Yeah. When you're – when you're the PCL MVP, you don't really come up here and surprise very many Great people. Great point. But uh, I th he's changed a bit since the start of the season. Mm -hmm. I really like his approach at this moment. I don't know if that's the approach for a full season because we haven't seen it, but I certainly like it in the short. L the secret for Hunter Renfro, and I talked about this with him, because you can see his, his difference in approach this year mm -hmm. over his previous couple of minor league seasons. And we talked about it at the Futures right. game, staying in the middle of the field. Yeah. When he gets pull happy and he tries to start start really muscling up and yanking the ball out of the ballpark, he gets in all kinds of trouble. He's got power to all fields, but mm -hmm. when he stays inside the ball, hands inside, hits the ball and try, just tries to work the middle of the field, he is awfully, awfully impressive. For, for him, it's, it's, it's all mental. If he keeps that mindset, he's going to be just fine. Great point. He doesn't have to try to hit the ball hard. Right, he just does. He's yeah. so strong. Makes it look easy, doesn't it? Okay. That's our hero portion. So Hero of the Game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. Now let's talk about Hunter Renfro, the outfielder. And see the, how arm the arm strength is amazing. The arm strength is amazing. And you see that bullet and the way that he'll be able to get guys out. How about the route running, Bill? Uh, so far, he hasn't <laughs> run a good yeah. route yet. Uh, he went to the Matt Camp School of Route Running, well, it looks like. I, I don't know. You know, right now I'm not quite sure if it's just – getting used to the lights in the ballpark he the book on him is that he's a better defender than this yeah mm -hmm. uh, i can't quite figure out what's happened uh, the, the one a couple days ago the ball down the line it got a late break one hit over his head last night uh that was just that's a bad route yeah you can but look at it a couple different ways too is, is, is he getting used to you know major league hitters right. the outfielder the the signs it's and if you think in El Paso, with the way the ball flies in that joint, he would learn to – the ball's in the air. It's probably going to go this right. way instead of this way. Right. But, you know, adjusting to how major league hitters hit the ball, it's, it's maybe an adjustment period. That, that one we just showed was that – was, that, that was not right. good. Right. You know, but that he, was it, an easy out. It could be uh, over aggression because he's trying to do something. Mm -hmm. You don't, you, you don't know at this point. I agree. I agree. There's still more to be seen from him, and you do see obviously when he does run the right route and he gets there in time. Oh, he's got great speed. He's got just great a matter of getting there. He right. has excellent <laughs> speed, and he's got a great arm. <laughs> I just can't quite figure out what uh, what's been going. And it might be just adjusting to the ballpark. Right field's here a little bit difficult, particularly at. Yeah. Because you got the balls coming out of the Omni Hotel or out of the, the backdrop right. of the Omni Hotel. Uh, another player to take a look at, Paul Clemens, pitcher yesterday, starting pitcher, 64 pitches, five innings. He was pulled after five innings. There was a question of should we let him go longer, and it seemed like Andy Green just didn't want to risk it at that point, just wanted to – Well, he, he had had a good run. Right. He, so, you know – he held the Dodgers to one run on three hits. In my mind, you got a bunch of relievers you want to take a look at, so this is a good opportunity. Two, this is his last start of the year. Exactly. Why not just have him go out on a high note rather than wait and see what happens? No, I'm, I'm fine with uh, pulling him after five. I thought yeah. it was really interesting. He's talked after the game. He said he's had Jose Fernandez on his mind the last couple of days. His wife kept putting, he says, my wife kept putting him in my face, putting him in my face until I just couldn't take it anymore. I cried yesterday. So this was probably the toughest start by far just thinking about him. So it was an emotional start for him. Yeah, it really thought was. thought it was kind of cool of him to talk about that a little bit after the game. A former teammate. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. right.
That's, Absolutely. that's why and, I really and, meant to. And you see how guys, too, just grieve in different ways. I mean, you know, you got to keep going. you got to keep playing. you got to keep doing your thing. But this is something that caught up with him a little bit. Well, I know? will say this for Paul Clemens. His post-game interviews are some of the most interesting I've, uh, I've ever listened to. It's, it's really it is great to listen into a Paul Clemens post-game interview because you're never quite sure where he's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really fun from a media standpoint because right. yeah. we, we don't get that very often right. anymore. <laughs> All right, we want to tell everyone to get social with us. Hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. You can also join us on the chat, Padres.com slash social hour. Ghost has already gone social with us. He's put up a picture of us. Look at that. Well, wow. you know. Thanks a lot, Ghost. I'm, you know, he didn't include himself. It's not a selfie because you can't see well, him. Well, you can't see him. Right. So, okay. It would just, it would ju it would just be... <laughs> Right. The team store. Right. We'll see, we'll see what else comes through before the end of the show, right? All right. Back by popular demand, the Lynx at Petco Park. It's bigger and better this year. A nine-hole golf experience in partnership with Callaway Golf at Petco Park, November 3rd through 8th. Each hole will feature a unique theme and the opportunity to win great prizes. There's a limited number of tee times available. Reserve your, yours today at Padres.com slash the Lynx. We've got a very special guest after the break. Tony Gwynn Jr. will join us on Padres Social Hour. We're not going anywhere, so you shouldn't either. We'll be back with more Padres talk right after this. Coming to you from the AMR studio, this is Padres Social Hour. Every four years, the best baseball players in the world compete for country. and glory the 2017 world baseball classic coming in march growing up i loved baseball hey kiddo gonna see the padres <gasps> nothing meant more to me than those special moments with my dad As I grew up, I wanted to share that feeling with my wife, and soon after that, my son. Now that he's all grown up, I now realize what it truly means to love this game. Line to center, that's a moment we'll remember. Become a Padre season ticket member today and share your moments with us. Want to give back to your San Diego community? Join the Padres volunteer team presented by Toyota. Donate your time alongside our players, alumni, and staff and give back to America's finest city. Volunteers receive a t-shirt at their first event as well as one hit for each hour volunteered. Collect enough hits and redeem them for Padres tickets and exclusive experiences. To sign up, visit Padres.com volunteer. Join our team, the Padres volunteer team presented by Toyota. Sign up now and pitch in for Greater San Diego. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Back to Padres Social Hour. Great crowd here in the team store at Petco Park. Say hi if you're around. Fun fact for everyone. On this day in 1997, Tony Gwynn tied Honus Wagner by winning his eighth 
NL batting title. And we right. today have the honor of being joined by Tony's son, Tony Gwynn Jr. Thanks for taking the time, Tony. No problem. Thanks for having me. Now tell us a little bit about your role because you're here actually with the enemy yeah. as a broadcaster yeah. with, yeah. with the, the evil Dodgers. empire. I heard <laughs> is what you call them. No, I'm uh, <sighs> I'm allowed to do uh, some some post game radio. Yeah. I've done uh, some TV pre and post game uh, before, just for about 25 or so games. Sure. Um, it's been fun. It's been a nice transition. I enjoy it a lot. Anytime you get to be around baseball and and really. Uh, talk about it as much as I get to talk about yes. it, be around it. It's not a bad thing. Well, you've it? been around baseball for all your 33 years. I have, I have. I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to be around this game and, and yes. around a, a lot of good ball players. Too. See, now I know him as Anthony. So whenever, yeah, whenever right. Bill drops the Anthony, right? We it's know uh, it's <laughs> that, that 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 happens a lot around here. A lot of people who are still, you know, yeah. around from when my dad was here. That's what my dad called me, so That's great. I think they've gotten used to calling me Anthony. You know, one of my favorite memories is when uh, your dad was the waiting for the call from Cooperstown. Oh, yeah. We were sitting in your house, yeah. and your dad was going, they're not, it's not, they're not going to get the call. Well, as you, as you know, you guys used to ask him when he was playing all the time. Right. Like, it, it was it was it was a guarantee in you guys' mind, but right. in his yeah. mind he genuinely felt like right. I have to have the call before it's official. Right. But that morning, remember? Oh, and you're yeah. sitting he at the table just shaking I, your head I, like I, I don't <laughs> ever remember him being nervous right. at any other point other than that time. That 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 morning that. that call is like, Oh, I don't think the call is gonna come. We're going it's coming. It's no, not even knock, knock it off. Yeah. Yeah. Knock it just, off. Right. Just the guy he is. You know, he <laughs> yeah. is just ne never taking it for granted, never thinking it's for sure. Um, how has it been for you, Tony? Do you get a lot of uh, grief on social media, kind of being, being a Dodgers person now? I have. <laughs> I have as of late, you okay. know, with them clinching the division. Sure. I think I put a congratulations <laughs> out to them. And there mm -hmm. were a couple of Padres mm -hmm. fans that took exception to it. Ha, has it been cool for you, though, you know, your first real year out of baseball, right? Has it been cool for you to still be around, not playing, but still be around the sport? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, for, for a player like me, uh, baseball was stressful at times. And it's nice to be able to be around the game, talk about the game. Yeah. I, I've been doing that my whole life. But it's also nice to get a, a good night's sleep without <laughs> thinking about how I'm going to get hits the next day. Now his, I love that. I'll tell you one thing. We talked about this last night. His dad would be very proud because uh, Tony's one thing. He'd always tell young players, you've got to be ready for what you're going to do when yeah. the game's over. Just don't think this is going to go on forever. Plan for when the game's over, and Definitely. you did. And, that's, and, you know, honestly, that's hard for an athlete. Yeah. To, you, when you're in it and you're grinding every day, you think that it's going to last forever. Yeah. Those years go by so fast, and if you aren't prepared, it, it can sneak up on you. But – yeah. My dad was a stickler for that. He, he made sure that I was thinking about it at least. I remember when his dad first uh, carried uh, uh, Anthony in here uh, when he was, I think you were three years old, and he brought you in. It, it was his second year in the majors, okay. and he carried you into the uh, clubhouse one day just to, just to show you off that. Who would have known that I'd be back almost every day? <laughs> every, yeah, every, every single day. They didn't need day. to, get, you know, to get, right. get to know you all that day, no, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, there was a time. Uh, and, and, in fact, it sort of got sad when, when you were in high school and playing games. Yeah. And then in You're college, you, were, you weren't around <laughs> you know, there anymore. You, when you become a teenager, right. the priorities change a right. little bit. But you know? you'd have, your dad had the two, uh, the the two, two lockers, little cubicles, yeah. Yeah. and you'd always be in, you'd sit in one. Well, 
look, I, I knew I wanted to come back, and yeah. if, you, as you know, if, if I didn't do what I was supposed to do when I was in there. You, he I, kicked I, you he out. Kick, he would kick <laughs> me out. I love it. Quickness. I remember several times when he did yep. physically. I, I had to learn. Get out of here. Right? <laughs> I had to learn. Tony, we like when people get social with us. Hashtag PadresSH. Derek Togerson, who somewhere around here, asked, Tony, what is your earliest memory of Padre Central? What's your earliest memory of Bill? Do you have one? Just my earliest memory is being in that second locker and him coming up asking my dad questions. I mean, there was about three yeah. guys who my dad pretty much had daily conversation. Bill was one of them. So that's that's really my first memory is we him, and him and doing, it wasn't doing always job. Right. It wasn't always questioning. <laughs> no, we just, no. we'd talk Sometimes about Sometimes you guys would just be right. having awesome. a conversation. Right. I love it. For you, too, to be part of this team that's going to go into the postseason, yeah. that's having a run, what's it been like watching Doc Roberts do his thing and being part of this? You know, you've had the Puig issues, the Kershaw issues. What, what's it been like for just following this team? You know, I think in Los Angeles by now, everybody knows how big of a Dave Roberts yeah. fan I am. <laughs> uh, it's mm. been awesome. I mean, the way – I think people out here know. They've, sure. they've been around Dave right. Roberts for a long time. He's one of the most positive people you can be around, and – I think he has really put his stamp on that clubhouse, and it took a little bit. Obviously, when you yeah. have a new a new ball club, it takes some time for guys to get used to you, to start to trust you. It took about till June, and it just seems like they've done. They, they're willing to, to run through a wall for this guy, and, and so much different than Don Mattingly. He is. Mm. He has different styles. Different, yeah. different styles. Yeah. But they come from the same baseball pedigree, though. I mean, it's the same type of of, of game in their eyes. Mm. I think they just. They talk about it differently. The vibe is a little bit different between yeah. the two two managers. I got one. Point. I got one funny story to, <laughs> well, when you were a kid. One day, you not this is very unusual, but you came in in your dress shoes. I think it was a Sunday. That must have been traveling. Right, right. and <laughs> and you you came in, in your dress shoes and they were scuffed, and you knew how your dad was about shoes. Yes. And yes. he made you sit down and, and polish, polish your yeah. shoes. <laughs> yes. I had to do that not only with my dress shoes yeah. but with my cleats that I was constantly in dirt with. Right. He didn't care, man. If my cleats had too much dirt on them, I had to sit there. And I didn't, you know, coming into a big league yeah. clubhouse, you see, you know, the, the bat boys in there. They're shining the shoes. Oh, sure. I didn't get to participate in that. You had, no, you, you had, had to earn that. Shine your own <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you That's right. Shoes. But neither did your dad because of right. your grandfather. But yeah, that, that was because he was just a stickler for right. doing his own stuff. It had to be a done certain way. And your grandfather uh, yeah. told him that nobody does your shoes. You do your own shoes. Yep. That's Absolutely. so cool. Right. Just that tradition and that family right. history. Speaking of, how many kids do you have now? You, <laughs> I, I know you had. I know you recently I, had another uh, one. We have four. Four. We just had our first boy. He's okay. uh, he's almost 15 months. Awesome. He's been walking since he was eight months, and he is into everything. Holding the, holding the, the baseball, yeah. <laughs> so his three <laughs> sisters play soccer, right? So okay. he goes to their games, and he thinks like he's gonna be the next Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> kicking the soccer. I put a bat in his hand. And he uses it like a hammer. And I, I can't get that second hand on there yet. But I'm working on it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good to know. I mean, yeah, you have the baseball pedigree, obviously, in your jeans. So it'll eventually come, right? He better be, yeah. he better so. be a hitter. Uh, great Hope tweet here from East Village Times. Great to see Tony Gwynn Jr. at the ballpark, even though he works for the bad guys. <laughs> oh, right. I expect right? that. I love but it. Th that, that's fair. they got to give fair. you a little of it. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much for joining us. I'm no sure problem. you two could talk shop forever <laughs> and <could>. memories, which <laughs> make a whole show in hey, itself. We'll do some best, of that. Best, uh, best time I had in the offseason last year is when we sat down, had, had lunch uh, together, 
and it just all came back the number of years that we've uh, by the way very important part of the 2010 team that won 90 games and almost uh, won the national yeah Absolutely. he played i mean the role he played was crucial we had a lot of fun on that team yeah. we did have a lot of yeah. fun. yeah real, real heart on that team too all right, want to join the Pod Squad and be a Padres ambassador? Now's your chance. The Padres are hosting Pod Squad auditions on October 22nd. You can apply to be on the squad. Visit padres.com slash pod squad to apply. Deadline to submit is October 7th. Thank you so much, Tony Gwynn Jr. If you see him around the ballpark, say hello. We'll be right back with more Padres Social Hour. Your home for everything Padres before every game all season long. More of Padres Social Hour continues right after this. Want to give back to your San Diego community? Join the Padres Volunteer Team presented by Toyota. Donate your time alongside our players, alumni, and staff and give back to America's finest city. Volunteers receive a t-shirt at their first event as well as one hit for each hour volunteered. Collect enough hits and redeem them for Padres tickets and exclusive experiences. To sign up, visit Padres.com volunteer. Join our team. The Padres Volunteer Team presented by Toyota. Sign up now and pitch in for Greater San Diego. Growing up, I loved baseball. Hey, kiddo. Gonna see the Padres. <gasps> Nothing meant more to me than those special moments with my dad. As I grew up, I wanted to share that feeling with my wife, and soon after that, my son. Now that he's all grown up, I now realize what it truly means to love this game. Line to center. That's a moment we'll remember. Become a Padre season ticket member today and share your moments with us. Analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB. We've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. All right, welcome back everyone to Padres Social Hour. Great crowd today here in the Western Metal Supply Team Store. I, th I think I said that right. In the Western Metal Supply Building at Petco Park. All right, <laughs> we're getting ready for some Padres versus Dodgers. What a great time with Tony Gwynn Jr. Oh. Just such a cool He's awesome. Guy. He He's so awesome. Sounds he is just really like a nice his dad. He does. He's a. Yeah. I mean, he is such a nice person. I mean, uh, I've done him. His dad did a great job. You see, so many baseball kids or sons of baseball players in clubhouses, and they become a little bit entitled, like yes. they think they're Absolutely. part of the show. Uh, Tony Senior used to just sort of not not physically, but just sort of slap down Anthony every once in a while and, <laughs> and say, "Hey, you know, you do your own shoes. You're not uh, don't get know. too big." You mean he parented? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, absolutely. I'll tell you, but the apple didn't fall far from the tree on right. that one. But the right. morning, never took it for granted. The morning that Tony Gwynn was waiting for the call from Cooperstown, and I was fortunate enough, and I and I say fortunate. There is nothing that I did to deserve it, but Tony invited me to be the only member of the media there while he was waiting for the call. And we, it, the call was supposed to come at 9.20, and about 9 o'clock in the morning, Tony started saying, you know, they're not going to call. Oh, <laughs> I'm gosh. not going in. And, and Anthony and I, we were sitting around a table, and Anthony and I are saying, uh, Anthony's going, Dad, they're going to call. They're going to call. Calm down. Uh, they're not going to call. <laughs> I love it. Did anyone just go, shut up? Yes. <laughs> well, actually, we sort <laughs> of Go did. take a walk. We, we you know? take a hike. <laughs> take a hike. <laughs> All right, we want to remind everyone to get social with us. Hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. We have a tweet here from Flip Mode. A big thank you to everyone that's involved with Padres Social Hour. It's always great to hear the inside scoop, and we'll get them next year. Hey, I like, I the, like the positivity. Yeah. It's time to put you two on the Cholula hot seat. Are you ready? Uh, get that. No. Okay. Uh, Tyson Ross, right, we longed, we waited, we wanted to see would he come back, would he make one more start after his only start of the season, which was opening day of this season. And it turns out that finally it's official. He's not going to make another start. He's been dealing with that right shoulder inflammation, and now he's looking at surgeries. My question to you is, kind of knowing that it's been bugging him now for this long, do you think he should have had surgery a long time ago? Is this something that's going to maybe leak into next year because he didn't have it? Well, I, I think they probably should have made this determination a lot sooner. Um, I, I, my guess is he's going to have some type of exploratory surgery yeah. to see what's going on. If you have that and it's minor, then you can clean it up and there's not a question. But if it, there's something there, like an impingement, oh, and you've got to do some, some further surgery, mm -hmm. uh, now you're putting into question, because of the lateness, you're putting into question the start of next season Correct. as a, as a question mark, which is what really concerns me. Correct. And what was the question? Should he have had surgery sooner? Yes, he okay. should have had surgery sooner. It's, <laughs> it has to be an exploratory kind of thing. It, it, you get to three, <sighs> four months of, ah, still doesn't quite feel right. Get in there. Yeah. Take a look. Yeah. Just scope it. Do something. Because it's, it's MRIs aren't showing you what's going on. It's not getting better. X-rays aren't showing you. CAT scans aren't going on. Dyes and, and iodine, nothing's showing you. Yeah. Get the heck in there and see what's really going on and get your opening day starter healthy again. I don't get what took so long. Well, because nothing <laughs> was showing up on the MRIs and everything. Right, so then you get in even more reason to get the heck in there and figure it out. But there were times, there were times, the, the, the tough part is, is that there were times where he felt good. Right. And every time he started, probably after the second time that they shut him down, they, they probably should have gone in. But exactly. He, but twice, he felt good and it was in the middle of, a, of making a rehab or a comeback. And they had to shut him back down. So uh, it is real. It's the whole thing is puzzling to it's me. Puzzling. Oh, it's puzzling. You need house on it at this right. point. But I mean, you right. got you got to get in there and get it, figure it out. There's there, there's too much vested in this guy. He has too much talent. He sure. needs too much to your rotation to just leave him sitting there in limbo. He doesn't yeah. quite feel right. Get in there and figure it out. You're right. After the second time, yes, get in there and do it. You yeah. see if you can work it out naturally the first time. See if you can work it out naturally the second time. If those two times don't work, you're scoping. You get, you get in there <laughs> surgically and get this thing taken care of.
Now, he didn't want to go right for the surgery because he wanted to explore all the right. other options first. And because fine. surgery, That's you can't great. reverse. If they get in and something happens and something goes awry, you can't reverse that surgery. So I think that was the, the, the thing behind it. But to Bill's point, the whole thing was a little strange. I mean, you just waited all season to see where his health was. Um, Andy Green says he's going to have a lot more tests, and then we'll see. So you just keep on this road, I guess. But the longer they delay, Correct. The, the more that next spring becomes problematical. What Correct. tests do they have left to run is I what I want to know. What have they not <laughs> done yet, and why have they not done it yet? That's, that's the big question to me. What's, what's yeah. Medically, what's left? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I don't I don't know at this time. I mean, yeah. that whole injury was puzzling from the start. I mean that that uh, yes, he had some inflammation, but when that doesn't go away, uh, it, and it did go away. It took a long it time, right? And then it went away. And then, and then the back. second he started throwing, it was back. Then right. it goes away, and he starts throwing, gets to Lake Elsinore, and it's back. Derek, Derek just wants to cut everyone open. Okay, thank you for being <laughs> on the Tallulah hot what, uh -oh. scene. <laughs> if you have to, uh, get <laughs> If it's not me, just cut them open. Uncapped <laughs> real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Now, we taped an interview with the legendary Dick Enberg earlier today. We're going to check that out when we get back with more Padres Social Hour. Broadcasting from the Western Metal Supply Company building, you've got Padres Social Hour. And don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more right after this. Want to give back to your San Diego community? Join the Padres volunteer team presented by Toyota. Donate your time alongside our players, alumni, and staff and give back to America's finest city. Volunteers receive a t-shirt at their first event as well as one hit for each hour volunteered. Collect enough hits and redeem them for Padres tickets and exclusive experiences. To sign up, visit Padres.com volunteer. Join our team, the Padres volunteer team presented by Toyota. Sign up now and pitch in for Greater San Diego. Growing up, I loved baseball. Hey, kiddo. Gonna see the Padres. <gasps> Nothing meant more to me than those special moments with my dad. As I grew up, I wanted to share that feeling with my wife, and soon after that, my son. Now that he's all grown up, I now realize what it truly means to love this game. Line to center. That's a moment we'll remember. Become a Padre season ticket member today and share your moments with us. Hey, kiddo. Gonna see the Padres. <gasps> Nothing meant more to me than those special moments with my dad. 
As I grew up, I wanted to share that feeling with my wife, and soon after that, my son. Now that he's all grown up, I now realize what it truly means to love this game. Line to center. That's a moment we'll remember. Become a Padre season ticket member today and share your moments with us. talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padre Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. And welcome back to Padre Social Hour, everyone. We've got a very special guest joining us today, Hall of Fame broadcaster Dick Enberg. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for taking the time. All right, thank you. Dick, six decades as a broadcaster, seven seasons with the Padres, play-by-play, full-time full seasons. Now, I know you're not retiring. You're just taking a little step Good. back. The door's ajar. The door's right. ajar. Right. Yeah, you're taking a little step back. Has it kind of sunk in more, though, a little bit as it's gotten closer to the final week of the season? Yes, little by little, but I think that's why it was wise to make the announcement a year ago. So it's allowed the nest, you know, the feather, the slope down to uh, toward the end. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, my son asked me today, well, how do you feel? I said, well, it's, I'm sentimental because I'm that way naturally, but I'm not sad. I, I'm happy about what's ahead. There's a lot of exciting opportunities, and I say ajar because the Padres and, and Fox Sports have said there'll be a place for my voice or something I can do. Right. I used to do custodial work, you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and the radio? Uh, the radio, yeah. that's like a right. dollar an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been kind of fun to revisit some of the memories and some of the old haunts yeah. and so, so many things that you've done throughout the career, your career in these yeah, past that few months? Yeah, that's been a delight. Last night I were, I, they sent me up to Anaheim for the right. Angels game, and yeah. I had a chance to uh, go on the air for the third inning and, of course, reminisce about you know Nolan Ryan and Frank Tanana and, and most of all, uh, Mr. Autry, who really is uh, responsible for all the, my good uh, luck and success early on that he, uh, you know, in all this... Uh, you know, I call it my obituary, all that's going on here, because <laughs> I'm not morbid. I mean, I'm getting to read all these nice things, people saying nice things, and I'm still alive, you know? Right. And in one of the pieces they did, they interviewed Mrs. Autry, mm. and she said, and it really <laughs> touches me deeply, as you can imagine, that she said that uh, Dick Hanberg was Gene Autry's son that he never had. And I, I, I knew he liked me, and we all love the, the cowboy. Uh, boy, what a powerful How thing nice to say. How nice is that? Yeah. That's you just know, I, I'm just interested... You know, in in your next career, right. what are you looking to do? I mean, what do you want to do? That uh, is there a memoir out there? Or I'm I'm working right now, uh, early stages on a book that would be my most uh, memorable moments and kind of the background to that moment as to what were the hiccups, what were the highlights. You know, it might be something that happened in the travel, or it might be something at game day that was out of the ordinary. So I think along with the event itself, which would be the highlight, just the idea of as a broadcaster, what do we go through on in the preparation and execution uh, of that game? You know, teaching's always been in my heart. I taught at Indiana. I taught at Cal State Northridge. Right. And... Uh, I've said to many, you know, as exciting as this life is, 
there is nothing more exciting, and you can always count upon it when you're a, a professor, the challenge of the raised hand. You've motivated students. You hope they're, they're involved, excited, interested in what you're lecturing them about, and then up goes the hand. Yeah. And I hope it's the brightest <laughs> student. I hope I have the answer. To <laughs> right, yeah, I right. hope you have the answer. So yeah. that's, that's uh, one of the items. The book's an item. Uh, we're building a place up in the mountains of Idaho up that I hope will be a romantically a place for all the kids, grandkids, friends, and all those that will be that. Me you know, you think back to the day when the cousins, you got together at some place, and the cousins were there, and the brothers and sisters and all. I'm hoping uh, uh, that will materialize for Barbara uh, and myself. And, and importantly, I don't want to totally uh, lock the door on baseball. I love this game. It's the m most beautiful game, and it's the best announcer game. And there ought to be some place where um, – uh, I can be involved and still be productive and not have Bill Center say, what the heck is Enberg doing here? <laughs> you know, uh, the one thing I hope you continue with are your interviews, your, yes. your coffee cup. Yeah, yeah, there's a possibility to be involved yeah. in uh, doing interviews. Those are, those are special Thank to you. me. And we're even thinking about making that more national. Maybe mm -hmm. before people forget who I am, we can go to top stars in all sports mm -hmm. and make that a uh, evergreen interview because they're not really interviews they're discussions and it's more than Q&A. And you get to know so much about the players how much do you enjoy that part the storytelling part the in-depth part where you get to reveal things that people might not already know? Well the rubbing shoulders with the greatness <laughs> of all sports has yeah. been a, a big thrill I think about uh, the passing of Arnold Palmer and you know he touched everybody and, and he certainly did me and uh, I would uh, be at the Masters, and he'd be in his final days of playing almost as a showcase player. And I'd go out to the range and see him hit balls, and, and he'd walk by me, and he'd say, Hey, Dick, come here. And he'd put my, his arm around me and walk me out toward the course. He was that kind of, he made everyone feel like you were his best friend. Mm. And, and I, I just think that one of the questions this uh, author that will be working with me said, Who are the most dynamic characters you've ever met? Yeah, Muhammad Ali certainly is on that list, but Arnold Palmer is very high on that right. list. I mean, you've worked so, with so many over the, Don Drysdale, uh, mm -hmm. Collins, and I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Merlin Olson. There are so many yeah. people that you've worked with that had careers and were just a part of your career. Yeah, and then rubbing shoulders with them. You think about it, Bill. Uh, uh, when you uh, cover a game, you're sitting up with a lot of other writers, right. and some are your friends and some are, aren't, uh, but there's not a lot of interplay. In my job, all of these greatest Hall of Fame athletes sat next to me and it was like going to a game and having one of the greatest ever sit next to me and two blokes talking about the game. I could <laughs> ask them anything right. I wanted. Yeah. You know, I've always wondered, you've covered so many things. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you ever wished that you had covered that you didn't get a chance to cover? Uh, no, I really, you know, I really had no great desire to do rodeo or... Uh, bowling <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't done those uh, no that's been an almost um, the perfect storm for me yeah. I, I have there's nothing left that I really want to do I would I think probably the biggest um, and I, I didn't mention this in in the future a lot of people family friends have given up a little part of their life so I could have this privileged life mm -hmm. and it's time for me now with more time to give to them, to yeah. make sure if I get a phone call and a best friend is, is ill in Michigan, I'm going to go see that friend and, and be with him at the end. Uh, yeah. And, of course, obviously with our family and hopefully more grandchildren, up to one already. Okay, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's not unlike, though, with professional athletes. You know, they say the same thing. They, they People sacrifice so much for them, and when they get a chance to pay it back later in their lives, they want to do the same thing. So you're really going through that, that part of your life as well, it sounds exactly. like. Exactly. That's exactly right. And uh, it's... Um, you know, uh, 
in every which way, and of course education is my passion in terms of charity, all my charitable monies mm -hmm. go back to education because they gave a lot of uh, young people like me, like you, they yeah. gave us a chance and yeah. it's time to be somebody. <laughs> right. They took nobodies and gave us a chance to be somebody and I certainly want to give back deeply to that. What's been the biggest change in the industry mm. since oh you yeah. came into it? I, I, I was thinking today, is it instant replay? Or well, what's the biggest change? Well, instant replay uh, certainly was a, a, a great plus for all of us as fans. Um, I think personally, what's and I, I don't know how you feel about this, Bill, that back when I worked the Angels in the 60s and 70s, there were uh, more access to the players. You felt closer to them because there weren't right. they weren't being bombarded by so many asking the same question. And yes. it was like a family, even yes. the broadcasters yeah. and the writers. And I agree the, with and you. And the other teams, too. Right. Hey, they'd yeah. see you. Come right. on, how you doing? And you didn't even have to ask them a question. Yeah. They, wanted, they respected you and, and, and involved you. And I do, I do miss that. That has certainly changed. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking as, as as your chauffeur. Oh, right. He right. <laughs> Did I tip you that day? No, you didn't. <laughs> I, in fact, I think you won it out of my Jeep more than. <laughs> but it, it uh, was that fish sandwich that you'd left in the back uh, seat. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> but uh, I was just wondering, do I get one sentence in there for that wild ride from Anaheim to? Yeah, Rancho Santa let's Fe. See. We got we got to work out. Uh, we could probably uh, fabricate a little bit. Maybe you were at the Nolan Ryan no hitter in Detroit in '74. Were you? Ah, uh, no. Oh, well, we'll we'll put <laughs> yeah, you. We'll, look at the, we'll slide that in that way. That we had a wild ride home. It one. sounds you, like it. Right. You're, you're, um, you, you had a ride back to uh, Rancho Santa Fe. Yeah, and from uh, Anaheim. Right, and yeah. your car broke down, and Tim Mead <laughs> came up. And asked me if I could get you a, give you a ride. Make a long story short, <laughs> I was driving my Baja Jeep. Oh I'm boy. going, this is not oh going to be an easy yeah. ride. <laughs> and then poor and Dick, he weathered it. Dick never drove in your car again, though, I'm no. sure. The yeah. first thing he did, you got out of the seat and you went like this. And, What's all this dust? dust. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, and then, okay. right? And then remember, you asked me to flip on the air conditioner because and just yeah. dust came flying it's, out it's of it. It's the open air, yeah. <laughs> Dick, the, uh. you're one of a rare few, really two, I think, that have been entered into the, the baseball, the football, the basketball Hall of Fame. Um, you've covered so many things, like Bill mentioned, wrestling, or I'm sorry, boxing, the Olympics, tennis, golf. Do you enjoy the fact that you've been able to diversify so much versus covering one thing? Yeah, that's a good question because I've dealt with that when working with, well, Bud Collins' name right. came up. Mm -hmm. I often envied Bud because he was all tennis. He was the human encyclopedia of tennis, and he devoted all of his attention in terms of sports to one sport. And I thought, boy, would that be great to, you know, just be the – best in one sport and then on the other hand gosh that'd be kind of boring to be right. tied to one sport and I, I'm lucky enough to be able to sink my teeth and into all the others and I, it, it's really the challenge uh, I think of going from one sport to another and feeling that yeah. you can use the same techniques and as long as you do your preparation and get to meet the key players in that event uh, you can do a decent job mm -hmm. not a great job but at least a, a decent job and so I have been uh, immensely fortunate and I, uh, one of the questions people ask well what is your favorite event and my and and my favorite event is Wimbledon mm -hmm. and my favorite sport is baseball and baseball would be my favorite event two World Series if it was two weeks but Wimbledon's two weeks not right. one <laughs> and it's men and women trying to win the coveted title that will secure their place in the history of their sport yeah, I always hear uh, Wimbledon work I I'm not I never played tennis, but I enjoy watching major matches. I always thought your Wimbledon work was just 
superb. Thank the you. way and the way that they did it. I mean, y you know, Bill, you you make a writing. Uh, your writing is your profession, and I've won some Emmys for writing, but I'm not a writer, uh, and I, I define that by a wonderful writer can take something negative or something unpleasant and write about it well. Yeah. I can't do that. But we all uh, are writers when we fall in love with something, right. someone or something. You know, we all can get a little poetic. Well, Wimbledon brought out uh, the heart in me and the love in me, and it was so easy to write those essays at the end because I had fallen in love again in the fortnight of Wimbledon. Right, and the you're talking about your the closing, closing pieces, thoughts. Yeah. Right. Such a beautiful way to right. put it, too. And, and they were fantastic. Yeah. I, mean, I got to tell thank you, they were fantastic. Thank you. Dick, thank you so much for joining us. <coughs> we're so excited to see the next few the, the next few broadcasts you have, but then what you do in the future, I'm sure we're going to see you, sounds like, more on Fox Sports and maybe nationally as well. Well, one thing I hope we'll all be together to cheer a World Series championship <laughs> here in San Diego. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be great. Fun. Yeah. Hope we live long enough. Okay. Do you love Padres Beer Fest? Then don't miss Oktoberfest tomorrow, Thursday, September 29th. With the purchase of a special ticket package, you'll receive a Padres Plastic Stein and access to Oktoberfest featuring beers from local and national breweries. Tickets only at Padres.com slash theme games. Continue to get you ready for today's game with more right after this. You've got Padres Social Hour coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store at Petco Park. We're talking... We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. And welcome back to Padres Social Hour, everyone. Padres getting ready for game two against the LA Dodgers. And we're getting ready here sweep. to <laughs> okay. That'd be getting so ready great. for a sweep. 
That would be great. Knock, knock him out of the home field advantage. Make him play four. I know. Or make him play some in They're Washington. They're still playing for something. Yep. So mm -hmm. it still matters. Okay, we got a tweet from Bizarro Chicken. Bizarro Chicken says, these taped interviews are the worst and then makes what? sleepy, sleepy emojis. By the way, Padre Central still obviously hates Derek, but he tolerates me. So. <laughs> Give me a shot at this one. Bill, where would you like to go with this one? Oh, first of all. <laughs> you tweeted that about the taped interviews being worse before it ran. Before it even so happened. Yeah, before it even happened. Yeah. So for one thing, that's, that's poor. The second thing on the same subject is there are times where you have to do a tape interview because of everybody's schedule. Schedules. It's not something that we want to do. <laughs> Third thing. Derek Torgerson and I are very good friends. Good friend. I'm his hype man right, now. Right. I mean, <laughs> we exchange. I mean, we, we exchange tweets. Mm. I we mean, do. In fact, when I burned my hand, Bill sent me some messages saying, "Should a check on me? Are you okay?" Right. See, so Bill is the most caring individual in the studio so right Bizarro now. So Bizarro Chicken. Like hype man. <laughs> Bizarro Chicken is 0 for three already, and the fourth point. Strike I've out. known you. I've known you for a long time. We good friends? We are good friends. We watch great tank battles together. Exactly. So battles together. So, Bizarro Chicken, you go down. You are wrong. Come up wrong. with something better. I yeah. I hope you go through the rest of your life with Derek just standing next to you being your hype man. <laughs> that was the best part of it, all right? Um, Kyle See, Smith people who hate each other don't fist bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bizarro Chicken can't even answer to that. But Kyle Smith tweets, the sound of baseball will never be the same without Scully and Enberg. So... I agree. We, we aren't going to yes. give you a you're wrong because you're right, Kyle. Kyle, uh, you're and, right. And the other thing is that you, take, you go back to those two careers that have transcended so many changes. Sure. And, and they were vital from the start and vital at the end. Next thing mm -hmm. we know, we're going to get some rap music out of you two. I feel it. It's coming. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to the lineup, though. Let's take a look at the lineup presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Well done, Bill and Derek. We've got Manny Margot leading off. Will Myers following. Jan Hervis Salarte back in the lineup. Alex Dickerson cleanup. Hunter Renfro, Ryan Schimpf, Austin Hedges catching. Alexia Marista and then Luis Perdomo taking the mound. Let's get to our head-to-head -head challenge. We've you got, got any panic music <laughs> in your uh, machine there, Seth? I'm really getting scared. Especially oh, because feeling it. Uncle Frank really did Derek a solid. Yes, he yeah, did. He Let's did. talk about that a little bit. Uncle Frank told you to pick Hunter Renfro. Yeah, well, he uh, during the big train, there's a wood bat league in Maryland, yes. and Hunter would stay with my Uncle Frank over one summer, and Frank said he's the greatest kid you're ever going to meet. He's awesome. So I said, if I have a chance to take Hunter Renfro, and I don't, I'm going to hear it from family. <laughs> and he ended up hitting a three-run homer in a grand slam. So, Uncle Frank, you the man. Beautiful, beautiful job right there. Well, I think because of un Uncle Frank, that makes – Seth ineligible to oh, take. Oh, no, I mean. 74 <laughs> 71. That right. lead is in right. danger, danger, but danger. I, but so. I think because of Uncle Frank, Seth cannot take, Blooper cannot take Hunter Renfro. Why? Uncle Frank can be my boy. No, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice. No, that's good. I want fair, fairness. It's fairness above fairness. all. Fairness. Uncle Frank would want fairness. He would want fairness. But I like your yeah, sentiment, absolutely. Bill. And he, and he probably he wouldn't care about me. I mean, if Hunter gets picked first, he probably <laughs> like that more anyway. <laughs> do you have a, a magic number graphic? It, I do, okay. but it's been it's, two it for the past week. Okay, so now so it's three. Really it's so no, it's still two. It it's still two. Yeah. 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 Obviously, Annie can't do math. Okay, good. All right, well, let's keep it moving then. Who's picking first today? Is that Seth? Okay. Seth, who do you got? My uncle Steve really likes Manny Margot, so I'm gonna. He's really fast. You don't even he says, have an uncle Steve. No, I don't. Let's be well, real. I'm gonna pick Manny. I'm gonna pick Manny Margot. 
Matthew's looking at you like, yeah, right. Okay, I like it. All right, hype man, who you got? I'm going to double up with Hunter Renfro. Because why not? Because <laughs> Uncle Frank. Because Uncle Frank's probably right. listening to this right now, and I'll be in trouble if I don't take him. Uncle, Uncle Frank, Frank and Uncle Steve. Has, Uncle Frank has Seth uh, shaking in his yep. shoes. I'm, I trust in, in the I'm ring. trusting Uncle Steve tonight. I called in the ringer at the end of the season here to get us back close. This is, this, it would be so great if he blows it this. It would not. <laughs> It'd be the worst. I want to pop bottles. This would be, this would be <laughs> like. Oh, you're going to pop bottles, all right. Huh. <laughs> What's the big? What are the biggest meltdowns ever? Be like what the the Sox in the late seventies. Uh, the the two thousand seven Mets seven game right. lead of seventeen to go. Of course, he remembers that. I'm sure Uncle Steve remembers that too. The yeah. Dodgers right. Giants way back when. At <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail: the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. I think I've got an Uncle Vinny somewhere. No, no. Mom. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Padre Social Hour. It's guys and girls sitting in comfy chairs talking about baseball. It's Padre Social Hour. And we'll be back with more from the AMR studio at Petco Park. Want to give back to your San Diego community? Join the Padres volunteer team presented by Toyota. Donate your time alongside our players, alumni, and staff and give back to America's finest city. Volunteers receive a t-shirt at their first event as well as one hit for each hour volunteered. Collect enough hits and redeem them for Padres tickets and exclusive experiences. To sign up, visit Padres.com volunteer. Join our team, the Padres volunteer team presented by Toyota. Sign up now and pitch in for Greater San Diego. Growing up, I loved baseball. Hey, kiddo. Gonna see the Padres. <gasps> Nothing meant more to me than those special moments with my dad. As I grew up, I wanted to share that feeling with my wife, and soon after that, my son. Now that he's all grown up, I now realize what it truly means to love this game. Line to center. That's a moment we'll remember. Become a Padre season ticket member today and share your moments with us. for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. And welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Final segment of the show, we have a tweet from Steve Knott. Steve says, Seth, I'll be your Uncle Steve. Seth is a good egg. Oh, thanks, Uncle Aww. Steve. Seth is a good egg. So sweet. Yeah. I think if people <laughs> only knew yeah, he's what also, he did. He's also cracked. True. Like oh, gosh. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no, but be, if people only knew what that guy did behind the scenes, magic. they would, yes. yeah, no. they would and know. And he has He's a lot of stress. Yes. No, Seth does a heck of a job. And he has to deal oh, with all of you. us. No, we, give, we give you a lot of, a lot of grief. But <laughs> for a reason. No, for, yeah. for a good reason. Thanks, but, Uncle but Steve. Thanks, guys. 
Yeah, you yeah. know, you're welcome. They did well, well deserved. It's actually really interesting <laughs> to take a look at that b operating board and how he works it. Because there's a lot that goes on. It is. Anyways, Derek. Yes. This is your last show, your last Pottery Social Hour of the season. So Bill and I are going to give you the floor. What is oh. on your mind? What are your thoughts from the season? What are your final thoughts? What are you going with here, Derek? <sighs> well, let me see. Friends, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the Padres season is not gone as anyone had hoped. Mm. Tomorrow doesn't, next year doesn't look like it's going to be any good either. But <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I, I see a positive here. I really do. I love, and I've said this many times, I love what AJ and the franchise has done with building from within. They finally gave up on the, we're going to try and build here, and also at the major league level, it simply doesn't work. You have to build from the bottom up. And once you have those layers upon layers upon layers, you have waves of prospects you can go to, then you have sustained success. I think the Padres have done that. I think they've at least given it the, the old college try to do that. The, there should be, by sheer numbers, enough of these kids who come up and are impact ball players <laughs> to 2019, 2020. If you can stick with them, and I know Padres fans that you will, this team is going to be very good for a very long time. So keep the faith. Look at it now as we're going to take our lumps, but then it's all going to come back to us. Think the Royals and how they won a World Series. I think it will all be worth it when we're having a parade down Harbor Boulevard. That was like a PSA. Right. That was well done. I can <laughs> talk. <laughs> and not, didn't even stutter, didn't even stumble. And no, I'm not sipping the Kool-Aid well or not because we're on a Padre <laughs> show. I, in my heart, I truly believe that. It's awesome. I also think, too, to your point, AJ, Andy Green, really just a tremendous job this season. Andy's Had a lot a to deal with. he's a great guy to be leading these kids, yep. too. Right. I agree. You know, I, I really still don't have a problem with what A.J. did last year because at the end of the 2014 season, this was a boring team, and at least he changed how people viewed the Padres. They were no longer boring. They lost last year, but they weren't boring. Right. Uh, but I love I love Derek's point. Yeah, and I, I think don't you, you like presented them. it well, Derek. Right. Thank you. But, but <laughs> of course, he's like got to end point. your final right. show by telling you he's telling you he doesn't yeah. like you, Derek. Oh, no. fist bump. Fist bump <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. People who don't like each other don't fist bump. Chicken. <laughs> all right. For all of us here at Padres Social Hour, thank you for watching. Enjoy the game, everyone. Fist, yeah. Fist bump your friend. I'm Annie's hype man, too. <laughs> <laughs>